Hello and welcome to the Reform Nutrition Podcast. I am here with Porter Lloyd, personal trainer at Anytime Fitness, and he's going to talk a little bit about himself and his own fitness journey. So welcome, Porter. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I'm pretty excited, a little nervous, but uh, <laughs> no worries. here I am. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously my name is Porter. Um, I am 19 years old and I was born and raised in Yakima, Washington. Um, uh, when I was younger, I loved to eat and I still love to eat, but it uh, ended up making me gain a ton of weight and uh, over the past two years, I think I had lost just over 100 pounds, um, so that was a pretty uh, tough yeah. but, but fun journey to have. That's like a really significant amount right. of weight to lose. Oh, I felt really good after losing that. That's <laughs> sure. for sure. That's for sure. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you kind of talked about like from when you were like younger. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your childhood, what that was like. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my childhood had no fitness in it whatsoever besides jumping on the trampoline every day because that's what I loved to do. Um. But then I kind of fell away from outdoor activities, and I was a, a video game kind of kid, and I loved to eat ever since like I was 10. I would just eat incredible amounts, and it did not help my weight at all. <laughs> um, and so I kind of I uh, had gotten used to eating a, a crap ton for years. I was probably, I was 16 when I went to the gym for the first time. And by then I was at least 250 pounds. Mm. Um, and I was probably five foot 10. So that, I mean, that's pretty, <laughs> pretty drastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, ever since I was young, I've been eating. And then it was more recently that I had gotten into fitness and wanting to lose that weight. So, so what got you to the gym for the first time? Oh man, my, uh, my mom dragged me. Uh, she, <laughs> She was wanting me to go to the gym, and I kept telling her, no, I don't want to go to the gym. Like, I, I think I was a little self-conscious and embarrassed to go mm-hmm. to the gym. Um, but she dragged me one time, and she tells a story about the first time I went to the gym. She was on the treadmill, and I was on the one right next to her. And I don't know if I was just being a bratty kid or what, <laughs> but literally I put the treadmill on, like, 0.5 of a mile and I just I slowly oh walked gosh. and watched watched a video on my phone and my mom was so embarrassed that I went with her and did that and she like yelled at me in the car on the way home she was like you should never do that again so <laughs> the next time I actually tried some of the machines but it's a funny story wow yeah. so obviously you went really far from being like I don't want to be here Mm -hmm. I don't want to do any of this to like now you look great and you're a personal trainer so can you kind of like walk through like that whole thing and like what what got you to the point that you um like wanted to lose weight and just like get stronger in that sure um well like I said I weighed a lot (laughs) um and I mean, with that weight comes some struggles um, in just everyday life. Um, I noticed breathing was really hard for me, especially when I was at my highest. I think I hit 283 pounds. Wow. Um, and so just breathing was hard when I was laying down. I felt like 
I had a bunch of weight on my chest and I couldn't, you know, breathe, obviously. And then my uh, high school had a, it was two stories. So anytime I walked up the stairs, I would try to hide that I was out of breath and I, I felt that that was super embarrassing and I was like, I need to change. Um, and all my, all my buddies were stick thin and they, I mean, playing sports with them was a nightmare. Um, so I knew that I wanted to make a change and I, I just didn't know how, but uh, my family helped me out with that a lot gotcha. first starting out. And how old were you at that point when you were like, I wanna do something about this? Well, let's see. I was 16 when I started going to the gym, but um, I, I didn't change any of my eating habits at 16. So I was still gaining weight for I think two more years after that. Mm. So I, I think I was only like 250 pounds when I was 16, but by the time I was seven, yeah, 17 or 17 and a half or something, I'd been lifting for a couple of years, but still eating junk and still gaining weight. Um, but around that time, I started like doing more research in nutrition and stuff like that, which led to weight loss. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. so at that point, you'd been doing like weights and things in the gym? Yeah. Okay, so then um, can you kind of like walk through how you implemented like the nutrition aspect yeah, to uh, that? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, I, I think it, I started working out three or four days before I was 16. And I was strictly doing resistance training, um, which, I mean, had me built some pretty good muscle over a two-year span, especially while being in a, a caloric surplus. Mm-hmm. But um, I noticed that my weight wasn't going down, and I didn't feel like a crazy amount better um, about myself. And I, I felt like I just looked bigger. Um, and so I, it kind of led me to start doing YouTube research and uh, I was trying to figure out who was saying the correct things about weight loss and who was kind of making making stuff up for views mm-hmm. um, and so I, I would like talk to my family and just my my dad my stepdad and my mom they were all kind of like gym freaks um, that I mean my mom's a health crazy lady. Um, and I don't know how I even gained weight with her in my life, but, um, anyways, back to the research. Mm-hmm. I was on YouTube, um, and just kind of looking up stuff and my dad kept telling me about, uh, intermittent fasting. And so oh. I, I tried that out for a little bit and it worked, um, a significant amount. I think I, I lost like 20 pounds, 30 pounds with that. And then, Intermittent fasting was hard for me, um, so I, I eventually quit that, and I gained all my weight back, which is unfortunate. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I just I started like looking up just more things online, not just strictly YouTube. Like, what is the the scientific reason for weight loss? And it just I. I saw multiple things on a caloric deficit, um, and so I kind of did some more research into that, and I started counting calories, and I started, um, I was working a lot at the time. I used to work at our uh, local uh, supermarket, Rosars, oh, okay. um, and um, there I would walk like 13 miles a day just working, so 
I got some cardio in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was counting my calories, um, working there and then working out right after. And, uh, I mean, day by day I would lose some weight and uh, eventually I was, I think just about a hundred pounds down. And that's when I realized I wanted to be a trainer. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like very like consistent and just trying to mm-hmm. keep that up over time. Right. Seeing, seeing my results is really what um, helped me to continue on. Um, I, I had noticed when I was 20 pounds down, I was like, oh, my stomach doesn't look as big as it did, or oh, my arms are looking more toned, or whatever. Yeah. And it just really pushed me to continue and uh, lift weights even harder, and it was just great. Yeah, it's nice. It's like a snowball effect almost. Oh, it's absolutely. like you start to see things changing, and you, you just want to continue that you want Mm -hmm. more of it so it's a lot easier to continue those habits or even you know make even harder habits sometimes and continue that for sure that's how I was when I had lost my weight I was going crazy in the gym because I I was just enjoying it so much I was pushing myself to failure every day and it was it was just a blast blast. (laughs) so um once you had lost like a hundred pounds and remind me, how long did that take you to lose that much? It took me a year and four months, three okay. months. And that was mostly consistent. I'd have a week here and there where I would eat whatever I wanted. But, yeah, a year and four months, I want to say. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's pretty good because, like, a lot of – a lot of people sometimes don't understand that it takes it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time. Oh, for sure. You can't and do three sit-ups and lose I know, all your weight. I know. I hate it when there's like, you see those things online where it's like, oh, lose 60 pounds in 30 days. And right. it's like, it's ridiculous. Oh, that's just not sustainable <laughs> and right. not good for you. <laughs> uh, that's just unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Okay, so, so you lost 100 pounds and then you were like, oh, I want to be a personal trainer. Um, so how did your, how did your nutrition and fitness change, like, once you had the weight off? Did, did anything change very much? Did you continue trying to eat less? I kind of was, I had never, like, seriously tried to bulk before, um, and so I kind of, as soon as I had lost my weight, I was like, well, I'm to a point where I want to gain more muscle, bulking is kind of how I'm going to do that. Um, then again, I hadn't started my uh, training or anything, my uh, personal training certification, so I didn't know how it worked or anything. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just tried messing around with how I ate, um, and I ended up gaining a lot of extra weight again. Not well, not 100 pounds, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I gained, I don't know, uh, 20 pounds, and I realized, oh, that was too quick, so I cut that off again um and yeah I've been in a constant stage of bulking and cutting bulking and cutting but it's hard because when you start bulking up you're like oh I'm losing my abs I want to get down (laughs) so it's in a it's in a point where I'm back into the cutting phase currently gotcha Yeah. yeah I'm sure I'm sure it does help at least like for me when you start to actually get more like education like formal education Mm -hmm. in it you you kind of get this like realization of like 
how everything works right. and interconnects. Right. And to me, that makes it a whole lot easier than trying to just like guess. <laughs> right. Oh, for <laughs> and sure. And figure out for what sure. you know. What am I supposed to do? I guess I'll try this for a little while. And because right. I I did the same thing when mm-hmm. I was like dancing, I had no clue what I was doing with right. nutrition and you know same same thing like I was like 16 and mm-hmm. you know it's just good to learn more that's for sure yeah yeah it, educate yourself absolutely it's really good so um so what are your current goals right now well I mean kind of like what I was just saying I'm back into the cutting phase right now um so I'm I'm I don't necessarily have a weight goal that I want to get down to because I don't know how much muscle I have in comparison right. to my body weight, but <laughs> I'd like to get down to somewhere between 12 and 8% body fat again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'd like to do what is called a lean bulk and slowly gain muscle instead of just eat garbage. I think I, um, the first time when I bulked, um, I kind of was just looking at my my friends who are going to the gym with me, mm-hmm. um, they, like I said, a couple questions back, I was talking about how they were always these twigs, skinny, skinny guys. Um, and so they have to eat a crap ton in order to gain weight. And I kind of looked at them and I was like, Oh, I can just eat a crap ton when it comes to bulking and I won't gain fat. I'll just gain muscle. So that's what I did with them. And then, uh, yeah, no, I gained fat. Yeah, some people <laughs> so, are just made different. <laughs> I know, I'm so jealous. I wish I had that, oh, but man. that's okay. Yeah, so you're you're kind of looking more for aesthetic right now. Oh, absolutely. Do you think you'll do anything with that or just for fun? I'd like to, but I think it's, it's hard without being uh, on any anabolic steroids. Mm. Um, a lot of the natural, quote-unquote, competitions are um you people kind of sneak in with some sort of anabolics and they're able to hide it um so I don't know that I'd be able to necessarily compete would you ever do it for fun oh I'd love to I'd love to but um yeah it it might have to be in a couple years but (laughs) after I put on some more muscle and then cut back down yeah but yeah I'd love to and for really those fun. and for those listening what we're referring to is a bodybuilding show right so where you get very lean and you try to um put on as much muscle as you can you're just looking right. for aesthetic symmetry yeah. sure <laughs> look right. really shredded yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. put on the bronzer and you look right. all gold yeah we went uh so I did a bodybuilding show in April. Right, I heard about that. And Emily, uh, Emily McDougal went with us. Right. And she's not, she's not super into fitness or anything. She right. doesn't know anything about bodybuilding. And I took her to the show, and we went to watch the guys. Um, in the morning, they were first. Right. She's looking at them. She's like, "Oh my god!" Just like jaw dropped. Right. Right. <laughs> she's like, "It's weird seeing what those the heck? people." It is. Yeah, it is way different if you're new to it and right. you just I mean even it. still like I see a huge guy and I'm like wow that how how do you even do that a lot of work yeah that's a lot for sure. of work that's for sure yeah all right cool yeah. um so let's kind of get into the personal training side of yeah, things absolutely. so when did you get your personal training 
And who did you get it through also? I went through ISSA. Okay. Um, when was it? I think it was, I want to say, like, August, either July or August of 2021 um, is when I was certified. Um, but I didn't start actually training until early November, I think like the first or second of November of this last year of 2021. So a a couple months after I was certified, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find a job until then. And then, yeah, the personal training jobs were very scarce in 2020 and and even in 2021. Right. Absolutely. I, I was blessed though. Um, the anytime fitness that I now have a job at, my parents had been going there for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Um, and so they kind of knew all the managers, knew everyone, and they were good friends with the owner of all four Anytime Fitnesses mm-hmm. in our valley. Um, and my my mom had posted a Facebook post of me. Um, it just happened like she asked me she was like do you have any pictures of yourself that make you look really fit or anything (laughs) like I want to post that you're certified and just show all my friends how good you're doing or whatever so I she posted this picture of me and I I was my leanest I had ever been and then one the general manager he actually Facebook messaged my mom and was like hey does Porter want a job and I hadn't even gone to him yet I uh, I was going to go to him to ask for a job, but uh, he offered the job before I could even ask, which nice. was pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. man, that's so awesome. Yeah. I was very blessed with that. So now that you're a personal trainer and you've been training sure. people, do you feel like having gone through your own transformation helps you mm-hmm. kind of like relate to some of the clients that you work with? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, especially like I ha- I've had some clients that know absolutely nothing and I feel like I'm able to help um there's a couple clients I've had that are uh that were severely overweight and they didn't even know where to start so I Mm -hmm. felt very happy that I was able to help them because I mean I went through it all myself and um I yeah it just helped a lot just Mm -hmm. so I could kind of lead them and show them like hey it's possible like there's a picture of me a year ago like and this is me now that's awesome you can do it too what a wonderful testimony it was great it was really great yeah because like i'm sure i've I've never been like overweight Mm -hmm. myself um but i know like it can it can definitely be overwhelming Mm -hmm. i'm sure to just be like i don't know how to even get started right like there's so many factors that go into losing weight and mm-hmm. you have to be doing the right things and absolutely yeah education is a lot of it um from what i've noticed like i was saying a lot of my clients have zero clue mm-hmm. um where to even even start um let alone knowing what a caloric deficit is you know um, right yeah but yeah it's it's really good to have done it myself so i can kind of guide these people it's been exciting yeah um one thing i forgot to ask before we like moved on to this mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm just curious so with your nutrition now do sure. you do you still just focus on the calorie part or do you focus on like macros at all um i kind of uh <laughs> i i focus on just 
protein and carb carbohydrates. Okay. Um, and even then, I'm not like I have to have 300 carbs and my body weight in protein. Um, but I I just like to have my protein as high as I can and my carbs just have enough carbs to keep me going okay. throughout the day. So you're not like super specific, like down to the no the no. gram or right, I mean, right now, <laughs> right now I'm in. Uh, my cutting phase, so I'm trying to keep protein up so I don't lose a crazy amount of muscle, and my carbs have to be down a little bit, um, just because there's so many calories per carb. Mm-hmm. I can't just keep eating carbs. I'd love to, because they're my favorite, right? but, <laughs> but I can't do that, so. Yeah, so can you kind of give us, like, um, like, kind of an example of, like, what a day would look like? Like, how do you go about building your meals or like eating throughout the day sure um so i probably don't eat enough vegetables but (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's kind of what happens that's always the thing everyone needs to work on (laughs) um so yeah i mean uh i work i also work at uh, edward jones branch um so i i wake up pretty early and i grab myself a protein bar on the way to go work um and then I'll eat another protein bar while I'm there, and I really don't eat very much until I get home for my lunch break, which is like around noon, and my mom usually has something in the fridge that I can grab. Um, A lot of the time she makes like, I don't know, pad thai or something like that, and I try to, I go on my fitness pal and I look up how many calories are in this chicken pad thai or (laughs) whatever she has. it typically has a little bit of carbs, so that's kind of where most of my carbs come in from the day. Um, and after work, I go straight to the gym and train. Oh, this whole time, I'm drinking a lot of water, so I'm making sure to get that in. Um, but anyways, after the gym, I drink a protein shake, typically two scoops, so around 50 uh, grams of protein. Um, and then after that, I wait a little bit, and I'll make myself some sort of chicken and rice. Um, it's usually it's usually just rice and chicken breast, but the only thing that changes is the like sauce I put on it. Seasoning. Yeah, yeah. seasoning, sauce, whatever. Um, I it might sound weird, but I'm a huge barbecue fan on chicken <laughs> and rice, which is ri- I don't know why I love it so much, but I do. Um, and then. Yeah, I kind of I kind of try to get maybe a slight bit of carbs and sugars in before my workout, like right before I leave from work. So we have these little uh, fruit bar things that I I grab and I'll eat one or two, and they're only like fifty calories mm-hmm. a piece, and it's like, oh, there's fourteen sugars, like gonna have a good pump now, or whatever. <laughs> Look um, really jacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's that's typically my whole day of eating. It's cool. not not a crazy amount right now something I'm kind of like wondering about so from the time when you were um 16 um and then like losing weight and then now so do you feel like your mindset really changed surrounding like how you felt about yourself and then also surrounding like fitness and nutrition yeah uh, I I'd say so um so when I was first starting I didn't even want to go to the gym like I had said um but uh, I forced myself to go to the gym, and I kind of fell in love with it uh, after, I don't know, a couple months of 
making myself go when I didn't want to. I was kind of like, oh, this is part of my daily routine. I kind of like this. Um, and so I wanted to keep going. And then the same thing happened with my nutrition. Like, oh, I hate this. But eventually I'm like, oh, I'm seeing results. I kind of got to like it now. Um, but man, yeah, I, I love it now. Um, my, my mindset towards myself, I think has gotten harsher. Um, really? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, like when I first started, I'd lose five pounds and I was like, wow, you're looking great, Porter. <laughs> like, keep going. <laughs> but now I'm like, I only lost five pounds. I need to lose 10, 15 pounds. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if you've heard of body dysmorphia. Yes. Um, I think I have some of that. So I, I kind of get, I'm, I'm a critique of myself mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people kind of go through that yeah. and so yeah I'm harsher on myself now than I've ever been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I still love going to the gym and I mean I love seeing results of myself so yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that and mm -hmm. I know for for me I've gone through phases I think of that so sure. I think it was the worst when I was dancing right. um because in ballet you have to have like you're so lean right. and you have to have like long slender arms and legs and um I actually ended up quitting ballet mm -hmm. literally because the teacher was like you don't have the right body type for it oh man that's yeah terrible. it really sucked that's terrible. really sucked and of course like you feel great about yourself after that like oh man right I, I must look terrible right um yeah so definitely have been there as far as that goes and then I don't think I had quite I don't think it was quite as bad for like the bodybuilding but I definitely relate to mm -hmm. like when you start to try and like get leaner and like look like all the other competitors you right. get really really nitpicky oh, at every little thing <laughs> absolutely why are my triceps not as big as yes. this person's yeah. or my calves or yeah. whatever yeah for and sure. it was it was crazy too because like yeah, for me it was like my abs. I was really trying to get my abs to come in. Okay. It's the one place for me I just, I hold on to more right. body fat. I mean, that's what most people do. <clears throat> I mean, that's typically the first place body fat gets put on mm -hmm. and the last place it comes off. Yeah, so yeah. I totally feel that. So that was, yeah, that was really frustrating. And then I did bikini, which apparently I should have done like the next step up because oh. I had overly developed legs i guess oh really yeah is what they told me huh I <laughs> so thought, i think that would be a good thing right i yeah you'd think so i think i think women's categories are a little bit harder just because okay. there's so many and i think each category kind of caters to a different body type oh okay almost. so it's like the olympia with the classic and then there's a, the standard yeah olympia. so they told gotcha. me they told me based on just my legs uh -huh. I needed to be in I think it was like wellness hmm. I think they said it was literally bikini with a bigger lower body huh literally that was the That's only difference strange. yeah I, I didn't know that there was different categories like that yeah because huh. like with the women um with bikini you're just trying to look toned sure um kind of lean but still soft sure um, wellness, you're supposed to have pretty well developed, like, glutes, thighs, um, everything else still the same as bikini. And then when you get into figure, you're looking for, um, 
more like striation right in um the muscles sure um getting super bigger lean. <laughs> yeah leaner getting bigger quads bigger shoulders bigger lats right. lats is a huge one for figure okay um and then when you get kind of more into like physique bodybuilding right for women, that's kind of where you're at the leanest and then like bodybuilding is like the um base muscle mass sure. on sure on the ladies yeah. but yeah it's it's insane it's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of women categories like Man, i didn't i didn't know that yeah there's there, only like a couple men's categories i, I know think, but yeah i think they have they have traditional bodybuilding mm-hmm. they have physique i think i think they might have a figure too for guys i can't really? i can't remember i think it's like three different categories yeah, I know there's <laughs> there's three, but all I know is that one of them you're you're smaller. One of them you're trying to be completely proportional, not have one muscle way overdeveloped mm. than another, and then the last category is just be a mass monster. Yeah. If that makes yes. sense. Yeah, it's uh, what people more traditionally think of when right. you talk about bodybuilding. Oh, for is sure. Like really big. Hulk like <laughs> people, like Jay yeah, Cutler and stuff yes. like that. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. Bodybuilding has changed a lot. I think over the last oh, like decade. Absolutely. So. Some some things I've heard about, uh, and like changes in bodybuilding. Uh, you see people like Arnold who has the crazy overdeveloped chest, mm-hmm. and he just is so massive. Um, uh, same thing with like Jay Cutler. He, Jay Cutler himself was talking about how they didn't have like all the machines that we do today so if you look True. at people like um uh chris bumstead uh what is it three-time olympic or uh, olympia winner uh he was like comparing him to arnold and saying like arnold literally had barbells and dumbbells and that was it mm-hmm. and then people like Seabum have cables and uh isolated resistance machines so like uh, chris bumstead's uh other muscles will be more dominating than just the chest or anything like that Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah Yeah, i didn't even think about that we can focus a lot more on our muscles that don't show when you're uh right doing just be more specific and yeah, developing a certain muscle group. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Something weird that I had seen, but... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Side tangent, yeah, but whatever. sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's good. This is all good. <laughs> so, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of my clients and some things that uh, you might have to deal with if you're l- looking to become a personal trainer or anything like that. Um, something I never really expected was how different and wide your range of clients can be um so for example right now i have she's either four foot ten or four foot eleven uh a girl and she's just the tiniest like person i've ever seen pretty much um (laughs) and so there's always the um the hard part of trying to figure out what machine she can do and um so like I don't know if you've seen the V squat machines. I know they had one at West Valley Fitness. It's like the hack squat that oh, was in the back right corner. Yes. Yeah. Um, like we tried to use one of those and she couldn't unrack it because she was too short. She, oh wow! And she can't <laughs> reach the lat pull down. 
uh, so I have to pull down the thing for her. And so it, it's kind of weird, some of the complications you'll get. I'm yeah. sure not everyone who trains has a 4'10 or 4'11 yeah, no. <laughs> client. But, I have um, it. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, I have a guy who is 6'6". Six six. Um, and so there's certain complications with him in a squat form. And his Bulgarian split squats aren't working the way they should be. And, um, his ankle mobility is not very good so it's uh there's a lot of dealing with things that you kind of have to work around from what I've learned Mm -hmm. um and I did not expect it when I first started like I expected just kind of the average person to come to me and that's not what I've gotten (laughs) (laughs) that's not what I've gotten so um and then there on another another side is clients that uh don't have a clue when they first start if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so I had this client for a little while um he, I'm not going to go too far into his story but uh basically he wanted to be in the air force and he uh, needed to lose some weight he was I don't know he was probably the average guy five foot six or something like that but he was pretty overweight um I would talk to him about weight loss and he he had no clue um he was like I eat only like three to six or whatever and he's like I don't eat at night and I was like well the time of day you eat doesn't really change your weight loss unless you're not eating for a long period of time um and that was something he didn't know um and so I I would have him start counting his calories I the my fitness pal app highly recommend that to anyone yeah I have, um, I have my clients use that too yeah that's that's what I strictly <laughs> have them use um and so I I was telling him like okay we're gonna track your calories we're gonna get to this certain amount um and he's like okay and he he comes in after a couple of weeks we've been training and I was like okay it's time to weigh yourself are you ready and he um he hasn't moved at all he's actually gone up a little bit mm. um not anything crazy but he's gone up yeah um and I start talking to him and I'm like are you hitting these calorie goals or and he's like yeah I mean trying to I, get background yeah. on what's been going on yeah because yeah, I mean with what I had him at he, there's no way he shouldn't have gone down at least a little bit mm-hmm. um and I was like talking to him I was like so run me through a day of what you eat and like what is your day um and he's like well I don't eat anything until I get this fast food place every day at work um I get a meal from there and then I was like so that's all you eat in the day and he's like yeah pretty much and I was like you don't snack or anything and he's like yeah well actually I I get cookies and Twinkies from <laughs> the the gas station and I was like and you haven't been adding those to your calories and He's like, no, 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 those are just snacks. Oh, they don't gosh. count. I know, I oh. know. And, and I was like, oh, um, that's not that's not how it works. You you need to add those. Anything that goes into your body oh, is man. gonna have to be added. Um, and he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. Is that literally everything you eat? And he's like, well, I have a little bit of this at home, a little bit of that. And I'm like. You gotta add those, man. You gotta add that those. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, how about, how about, do you drink 
uh, I don't know, energy drink. And he's like, yeah, I have four or five Red Bulls. And I'm like, dude, Gosh. that alone is like 600 calories. Holy crap. I know. That's and, a lot. and bad for you, too, caffeine wise. Um, yeah, that's a lot of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, you got to add those, too. Oh. And he's like, really? They're just drinks. And I was like, yeah. But if you read the label, there's 110 calories yeah. on each thing. And I was like, is that all you drink? And he's like, well, every night I'll have a bunch of beer. And I'm like, oh, beer. <laughs> oh, man, that's... So you just had no clue yeah, that any no of this clue. counted. Wow. No clue. Oh. And so that was, a, that was a really hard thing for me. Um, yeah. And so I was kind of explaining it. And he, he was like, yeah, I'm trying, man, I'm trying. And he, he couldn't really get out of this, I want to call it a pit, where he just kept telling me he was trying, but nothing was really changing. Um, and eventually he just kind of gave up, which was really, it was like almost heartbreaking for me just because I, I know where he was at yeah. and I wanted to see progress from him and I wanted him to get the same excited feeling that I did when mm-hmm. I lost weight yeah. And, um, but yeah eventually he did quit on me and I was like so sad about yeah. it it's yeah it's very discouraging like mm-hmm. as a, a coach and personal trainer when it's like you're try- you're really trying to like help right. help a client and they just they have a really hard right. time with it. and the the whole thing with like him not knowing that you know there's calories and like cookies and Twinkies and in drinks and things like that is a huge reason why I wish they had like some kind of basic nutrition in like like, education or something like that something because even um so like for me when I have like nutrition clients come you know I definitely get a lot of people that they don't know what a protein is. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what foods have protein? Sure. What foods have carbohydrates? They don't know those sure. things. Which, for me now, it's like, those are really, really basic things. Absolutely. To know. And the fact that, like, a lot of, you know, people, they just, they have no education right. on any of that. I just... It should be a, a subject. I know. <laughs> it makes me want to, like, do some kind of a, like, education class for I, people right. or something. I, I think in... One of our local school districts, they do like a, a class for a week that talks about like the common food groups or whatever, but mm. it's it was like in the fifth grade, so yeah. I don't think people are going to remember. No, but it no, should be they're like not. A, it should be <laughs> in a like high school setting, I don't know. Yeah, well and especially like nowadays, you'd think that they would, especially with all the like obesity and disease oh, that we absolutely. deal with in America. Um, and granted, like some people know, you know, what's good for them and not, and what's not sure. and still don't change. But like a lot of people, again, they just yeah, don't know. No clue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's why I'm kind of glad that there's trainers in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just to give people more of a picture of like what you should be eating and what you should or shouldn't be drinking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So just overall health it's great to have people who know what they're doing um being able to teach yeah others cool yeah very interesting all right well 
tell people where they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, I'll, I'll whatever have you have. Look, I'll have to look up my usernames because <laughs> no I worries. don't know them all. <laughs> uh, I forgot to tell you to I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel that uh, shows my weight loss progression. It's just Porter Lloyd, P-O-R-T-E-R space L-O-Y-D. Um, typically tries to do L-L-O-Y-D, but it's just a singular L. Um, and then I'm on Facebook, but that's about it. Porter Lloyd again, so. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah. Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. All right. And then really personal training at Anytime Fitness. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Porter, for mm-hmm. being on the podcast. It was awesome. Yeah, thank Very you for interesting. Me. Yeah, of course. It's kind of fun. Yeah. All right. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like more information on health and fitness, you can go and follow me on my social media platforms at Reform Nutrition Coaching or visit my website at reformnutritioncoaching.com.